And now up home, not only for your entertainment, but to help your stupid little pea head remember what happened on Roast Mortem Cast last week. A recap poem for forgetful atoners of history's silliest and floppiest boners. Little Edward, nay a promising prince, to dig holes and cut bush would not convince. His father take action and send him to camp. After riding on horses, his dick be damp. King Edward II, his love appears, his kingdom cries upon deaf ears. Oh, Longshanks, oh, Longshanks, how we miss you so, as your son blows peers under mistletoe. It's party time with French baby bride, but in Piers colon he'd rather hide. Truth be told, he was choice queen, the scoffing song of the Parisian team. Robert the Bruce takes all of the land, ordainers make sure his lover banned. Off to a place so far away, this earl not work an honest day. Piers will return to stuff royal stocking, but woe the dog and cock come mocking. They'll put his bottom on a lousy horse, and the execution shall take its course. The head of his cockpiece now rolls down the hill. What will become of King Edward's weak will? I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Duck? Hold on! Oh, Jesus Christ! Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Roast Mortem Podcast. I am Tom. I'm Travis. I'm Cody. I'm Mike. It's part two of Eddie the Second tonight. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie. does. The second two-parter we've ever done, um, which means absolutely nothing. It's just another episode to show your parents. I feel like this episode is way more masculine because it has two testes. How do you mean? It has what? dose balls. Every episode, <laughs> each episode represents one ball. Oh, yes. This one's going to hang a little lower because I feel like it's a lot more blood, a lot more killing, a lot more macho shit. Oh. <laughs> Got that saggy nut. Yeah, sag nut. All right. Uh, how's everyone's week? Uh, I got, dude, I don't care. I got, come on. My week was fine. We got a lot of roasting to do, and I, I just ate a roast chicken. Oh, oh. you just a roast? The entire thing. Actually, was yeah. it rubbed with? There's this new place in town, uh, Dominican food. Mm. Take oh, out two me. days in a row there. They just give you half a chicken and a bunch of rice and beans. <sighs> Dominican it. food. Eating delicious white and dark meat. Yeah, yeah, you buy a chicken for two eggs. Because then you buy the chicken and the guy gets two chickens back. Yeah, it's an investment property. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that how the economy works, Travis? Yeah, that's pretty much. Cody, what are you, trading coconuts in Hawaii? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's I'm trading coconuts for Lay's. <laughs> <laughs> and the world keeps spinning. How about you, Mike? Uh, had a good week. Yeah. I saw uh, your manual shove it on that oh, yeah. little mani pad. Oh, that was nice, yeah. yeah. Had some uh, CBD before I did that. You know you're never going to get sponsored. Why are you still doing this? It's fun. <laughs> that is yeah, true, right. though. All right, yeah, I think about the other day, I was like, why do I, why do, I do this all the time? I'm just like, wasting my time. Yeah. 
Well, you know, you just get CBD sponsors on your oh, knees. Sip and Let's get Mike a weird sponsor too, like Tiffany's or something like that. <laughs> I mean, that'd be nice. There's just pictures of him hitting uh, four stairs with like, <laughs> GoPro candelabras. Oh. <laughs> I think in Fleshlight, you just like stick one, cool. stick one to the front of your board, just like that's well, a useful well, sponsor. Well, Oh, let's yeah. get Mike. Yes, Bad Dragon. Let's get Mike sponsored by Bad Dragon. Seven <laughs> Eleven would be cool. Yeah, that, I mean that's too easy. Though. That's just what every skater is sponsored by. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Free taquitos for life. Every skater sponsors Seven <laughs> Eleven. Yeah. Basically, Travis, uh, what about you? Why would I care? I'm just looking at ways to put shit on my car. All week, I'm trying to figure out how to move shit. I'm thinking I'm just going to make a big old pile on top. It's like, <laughs> pile yeah. down. You're, you're going to build an anthill of garbage? You know you only own garbage. <laughs> you can just throw it out. No, I'm not going to throw out anything. I have a bunch of wrappers that I keep in a drawer. Memory wrappers? Yeah, <laughs> wrappers of things I've ate or used. Okay. <laughs> that has to come with me. <laughs> How many? Never mind. It's disgusting. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely good. disgusting. Just, stu- just tuck it under your car. The wrappers. You know. What? I wish you good luck. <sighs> I wish you good luck. Okay. All right. Yeah. Maybe I could make take- a wrapper sale, and then I don't have to use gas. No, no, no. Just, just take all the take all the wrappers and shove them in your Ford Fiesta's tailpipe and see what happens. Yeah, that's a great idea. The tailpipe is an ingenious place for storage on all cars, even Teslas. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. so let's get into King Edward the Second, Part Two, which is the but second the... part of Edward the Second. Yeah, we already know who's on the chopping block, so you don't need to ask me that stupid question. Why is that the stupid question? It's the entire focus yeah. of the goddamn podcast, D- is it not? No, the entire focus is to to learn about my week <laughs> <laughs> and our weeks collectively. I fucking hate you. I'm so glad you're moving. <laughs> okay, so wow. <clears throat> So where we left off, Piers Gaveson just died. Heads falling off, rolling downhill. Mm-hmm. Shit. And his, remember his body was being moved around and all that shit. Yeah, that was funny. Body. Yes, <laughs> he was. No uh, one would sign for it. That was uh, what was that? Fortnite at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, primarily Piers had died because Edward couldn't keep the shit on the DL. He couldn't be like, you know, this is in modern times. He just he was a king in the 14th century. Keep that shit on lock. Yeah, you need ninja reach-arounds back in the day. Yeah! So, when news reaches Edward, his first reaction was to blame Piers. He said, By God's soul, he acted like a fool. If he had only taken my (laughs) advice, he would never have fallen into the hands of the Earls. What was he doing with Earl Warwick, who was known to never have liked him? He definitely cried himself to sleep that night when he found out. Yeah, inside he was hurting, he was boo-hooing. (laughs) <laughs> Probably doing some sad strokes. Oh, now you're going to be strong, Edward? Hmm? <laughs> now you're going to fucking put your foot down after he's dead? Yes, yeah, so now he's he's you know, he's he's probably doing some sad strokes at night. And for the rest of his life he would pay the Dominican monks who preserved Piers' body while he desperately sent letters to the Pope to try to unexcommunicate Piers so he could give him a Christian burial. And eventually he was successful in burying Piers. Really? And that's the important thing to do. Yeah. Your whole nation's falling apart. Gotta put that guy in the right ground. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I, I thought you were gonna say he was writing to the Pope to ask him to bring Piers back to life. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not how that works, dude. Come on, Popey, please bring him back. No, work your magic. You've never thought about anything, have you? <laughs> you knew it thinking. <laughs> Something Edward was never able to bury, though, was his revenge. 
he became cold and more bloodthirsty and swore that at the right time he would kill the Earl of Lancaster, the one who had condemned peers. Okay. It's kind of like Rambo. Just can't mm. let it go. Yeah, no. Isn't there a new Rambo movie coming out right now? I don't Last know. Last Blood? Yeah, I think so. I hope it's done by DreamWorks and they do it CG. <laughs> yeah, like a, like a shark's tail. Yeah, that would be Shrek's Rambo. <laughs> Except Edward, Eddie II was uh, anything but Rambo. I mean, he didn't really look like Rambo. No, he was more like, um, what was that? Like this Braff? This must be the place where uh, Sean Penn is the weekly Robert-looking Smith gentleman, <laughs> and he's just sad all the time. <laughs> yeah. So after Gaveston's death... Things returned to normal. The Earls didn't see Edward at fault. He They blamed only Piers Gaveson. Um, so when he died, they just kind of moved on. Uh, must have been a little bit awkward for Edward to be seeing Lancaster, Warwick, and Hereford at this time. You know, he's those people just killed the person he loved, and he has to deal with them in court. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awkward. Yeah. yeah. So on the one-year anniversary of Piers' death... Edward threw a lavish party, complete with 54 naked dancers, that he paid hey, two cool. pounds each. Two now, pounds of what? Two p- oh! Hey, oh! <laughs> two pounds was a lot back then. That's like a year's worth. Yeah, you're right, because it used to be divided into, like, bits and shillings and all that. Two pence, bob pence, grimp pence. Yeah, that was a week's worth of pay. And uh, these naked people, uh, how naked? And were they tortured naked, or were they like full body naked? Were they Spanish? Like Do they have certain hips? Do they have, or were they like Icelandic blocks or something? I'm gonna say their mm. hips did not lie. Ooh, Shakira. They were like yeah. Chippendale dancers. Yeah. What do you know about cool. that, Mike? <laughs> Mike, is it you do something else you did this week? Uh, continue. <laughs> no, I mean, if you're a Chippendale dancer, just tell us. Well, he did a different Emmanuel's pad. <laughs> See what I've done? It's right Ooh. next to the Chippendales I work at. So all, all these naked dancers, that just kind of sounds like an orgy, right? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, having a big old orgy. I'm just here to dance. Don't touch me. <laughs> so during this event, a fire broke out and in the king and queen's tent. And the both of them were naked at the time, and Edward quickly picked up Isabella and carried her through the flames to safety. First thing he's done right. Yeah. Wow. Isabella was saved, but her arm was all fucked up and burnt and shitty. Kind of looks like Two-Face. I call it meat camouflage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, don't cut that one out. (laughs) All right. Alba decided he's actually warmed up to Isabella over the years. Uh, she became very supportive, uh, circumstances aside. They had more children. He threw her lavish feasts, and the marriage seemed to be going pretty well. Cool. Oh, wow. Would you they want... shake hands before they went to bed at night? <laughs> You're a cute kid, Isabella. You know that? I, I will bet you now, madame. Oh, God. <laughs> there you go. If you want to save a marriage, all you got to do is decapitate the gay third wheel. Uh, Edward, would you like to get our nails done tomorrow? Yes, please. <laughs> Edward was still a terrible leader, though. The ordainer uprising, the constant raiding of Scots, and just, like, the general chaos of, you know, troops being marched across England turned it into, like, a post-apocalyptic wasteland. There were highway robbers, rapists, murderers that just roamed the land. Uh, Many of them deserters or out-of-work mercenaries that were hired by the Earl's armies, for the Earl's armies. Um, famine and disease spread through the land due to crop burnings, heavy rain season, and thousands of corpses just lay festering in the streets. You know, people's gotta eat. That goes for the thieves and for the bodies that probably didn't eat. Didn't eat. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 
the country was also extremely broke because, as I mentioned in the last episode, Edward was, like, racking up this credit card bill. Just throwing parties. Yeah, he was throwing parties and racking up this credit card bill with these uh, Italian bankers. He was taking out credit. Oh, yeah. Probably got diamond-encrusted PlayStations all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Tasty stuff. Um, So Edward decided now is a great time to go march against Robert the Bruce in Scotland again. You know, the Bruce. The Bruce. Yeah. Yeah, Give him another shot. Ew. (laughs) Uh, This time, Parliament gave him approval for the campaign. And unlike the last time that he went up against Bruce, where Bruce just simply starved Edward's army... Bruce decided to meet him on the battlefield and bring oh. cliff bars. <laughs> oh, great way to feed your army. It's a mushy it's a mushy granola bar. Yeah, pretty much. They didn't have any molds and they had plenty of feet to step on dough. <laughs> <laughs> the battle was an absolute bloodbath. Edward had no fucking clue what he was doing against Robert's seasoned seasoned warriors. Oh really? The the the, the ditch digger had no <laughs> combat experience? Tell me more. Yeah, no. Uh Robert the Bruce actually went one-on-one with the 16-year-old Earl of Harford's nephew, Henry de Barbon. Um, Robert cleaved Henry's skull in two with a battle axe. Holy shit. At least it's yeah. quick. Yeah. Yeah. The Scots were forming a pike formation called the Schlitron. 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 That sounds like, that sounds a, like a roller co- coaster in a uh, German amusement park. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like a sex machine. Uh, this was basically a tight circle of pikemen uh, holding pikes that were fourteen to fifteen feet long, <laughs> and they formed something that kind of looked like a hedgehog, right? Um, cool. So this formation was specifically designed for anti-cavalry. So, you know, the horse runs up, and you got fifteen feet to stab the horse, or the guy on the horse backs up, falls over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So what did Edward do? He just ran his cavalry right at them. Oh. Oh. He's not scared. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of yeah, horse Scissors kebab. beats rock all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so his cavalry was ab- absolutely demolished. Tons of dead horses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, good. That always makes me cry. Well, they weren't going to starve. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Hot dogs for everyone. Edward woke up the next day and he blamed all of his commanders of cowardice, calling them traitors. And in some kind of dead, in some kind of death wish, Edward actually took off his silk gown that he was wearing and put on some fancy pants armor and hopped on his horse and rode into battle. But there was no battle. Oh, it's still going on. Oh, what's yeah, still, it's still going on? <laughs> okay, I thought the battle was over and he was just going to ride out into a dead field. No, day two. <laughs> uh, I misheard <laughs> and thought he was wearing a silk gown underneath his armor. I was like, wow, that's that's comfortable. Maybe. I mean, mm. this is like, this is Edward here. He's not going to day one of, like, Coachella or Burning Man. He's got the whole weekend pass. He already did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he actually went into battle hacking and slashing until the horse was killed out from underneath him. Oh, jeez. At this point, some Scottish dudes rushed him and tried to capture him, uh, but... Uh, luckily, Edward's shield bearer, Roger Northbrew, stepped in and let the king scurry away. So and they, they, and took they the captured shots. Roger. Yeah, they captured Roger. Oh, uh, now he, he probably is dead now. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I would imagine he's dead. Unless yeah. if he, like, stumbled into some weird ancient, like, tomb, tomb where he had, like, a chalice. Eternal we life. Can't, we can't prove it either way. He He's probably dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say first man on the moon. Oh, Stay maybe. 
They tossed him up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the moon is made of immortal cheese. Well, why do you think the Scots do that big, like, they throw the telephone pole? They're trying to throw people to I, the moon. I never got that activity. <laughs> I'm sure it does something good That's for your That's a real back. thing? They, like, toss telephone poles? Yeah, yeah you've, you've never seen, seen that? that? No. Yeah, it's like a competition <laughs> where they, they pick up, like, yeah. the bottom of a pole, and they, like, oh. balance it, and they blast it. I thought you were, like, talking about, like, an actual telephone pole. Like, why would you do <laughs> doing that? <laughs> Like some like drunk Scottish your own, guy. Yeah. Destroy your own telephone pole. Yeah, Did you I, know the object of that game is to actually throw it the straightest, not the furthest? Really? Yeah. Like, oh. It's weird. Well, that's lame. Wait, so they're trying to like throw it up in the air and like have it land on their heads? It's like the bottle flip. No, no, no. You're trying to, they're trying to throw it and have it land as close to 12 o'clock as possible. Oh. Uh. Oh, I got that. Yeah, I could do that. That's fucking easy. Yeah, what fucking Papa John's? You just need some big muscles. That's all you gotta do is just lift up. Yeah, you just need superhuman strength, Mike. That's about it. I feel like I've dropped breadsticks at 12 o'clock before. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so the king scurries away, and uh, then he finds another horse. He mounts that and starts flailing again. More Scots rushed in and tried to capture him. When all of a sudden, the Earl of Pembroke showed up and just grabbed the king's reins and pulled the horse out of the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah. no, dude, what are you doing? Get out of here. You have no fucking clue what you're doing. He's like a little kid in a, uh, a kiddie pool. <laughs> I thought he was a pro jouster. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's adult swim, gotta go home. Yeah. Oh. So the rest of Edward's army followed suit and they ran for the hills. In the end, 500 English knights and nobles were killed or captured, and thousands of Edward's foot soldiers were killed. Jeez. Not bad. When you lose knights, like, knights are expensive. You know what I mean? 500 yeah. knights they lost. Uh, yeah, and they don't have any money anyway. Yeah. <laughs> After this loss, the situation in England got even worse. The Great Famine of 1315 began, killing 5% of the English population. Oof. Uh, people started eating dogs, horse, and even, re uh, even resorted to cannibalism. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. There were so many dead bodies that they could not bury them all, so again, more festering corpses in towns. In... <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was good to go buffet style. There were so <laughs> many bodies that everyone else got real fat and yeah. started... Yeah. <laughs> and that's when they really perfected the ranch. Come on down to Golden Corral. Would you guys ever eat a dead body if it came down to it? Yeah, why not? <sighs> yeah? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're posing it like if it's, it came down to it. It's the end of the world... And it's us four in a room together. Who's, oh, who's getting eaten first? I wouldn't kill a fucker to eat, but if a fucker was dead, I, I'd nibble on him. What'd he die of, though? Yeah, I gotta watch it happen. <laughs> yeah. I gotta watch him stub their toe to death or something. Like, I, I no diseases. Yeah, I don't want him to be like, oh, I fell into this pile of needles that have AIDS that on them. That's flavor to it. <laughs> flavor, eh? <laughs> hmm. Well, why not? It's the end of the world. Yeah. You, yeah, right. you only live once when it's the end of the world. And every other time. <laughs> <laughs> so as people starved, Edward continued his lavish lifestyle. Obviously, this made his subjects really, you know, not like him. All right. Not surprising. <laughs> because Edward was such a failure and so far from the strong warlord that his father was, uh, rumors started to circulate. And a one-eared man named John Dredress appeared in Beaumont Palace and claim that he was the true heir to the throne. All right, so this is uh, what his claim. Um, so you see, he was the real son of Edward I, Ed and Edward II was a mere imposter and not royal blood. And he actually challenged the king to prove himself by combat. Oh. oh. And now, so this uh, his story was this, that 
when he was a baby, one of the queen's nurses had left him in a pig pen, <laughs> and one of the pigs Good had on. gnawed off his ear. Oh. So the nurse was terrified, and he swapped the king, <laughs> though the prince, with a carter's son. So the oh. reason the reason why Edward II was so fond of common things like hedging and ditching was because he was really the son of a carter. Not Aaron <sighs> Carter, Nick Carter. Right. Got it. Got it. Has carts. You know, I buy it. Yeah. Why the not? baby why swap. Not? Yep. Fucking well, stranger things have happened. Yeah. So Edward summons this one-eyed... One-eared dude to the court, and uh, when he enters, Edward sarcastically says, "Welcome, my brother." <laughs> oh, to, to which I like jo- that cheeky. To which John says, "Thou art no brother of mine, but a false thou claimest to be the kingdom for thine self." He self. speaks more like a king. Yeah, he gets it. He's a lot of thines and thanists and banists. Yes, and penis and thanuses. Extra thist at the end of things. <laughs> thist. Thou hast not a drop of royal blood from the illustrious Edward, but I am prepared to prove against thee. All right. A 23 and me on off. Yeah. yeah. I would have cleared all of it up. <laughs> so Edward was like, uh, no, fuck that. And he puts, Ed, uh, he puts this John guy on trial uh, for inciting sedition. Eventually, John admits to being an imposter after probably hours or days of torture. And, oh, come and on. He said that the devil took the form of a cat and told him to put and had put him up to do this, you know, claiming the throne. So what happened to his ear then? I, don't know, I probably got chewed off by a pig when he was a baby. Oh, right. I believe, I yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the one I believe. Yeah, that's a detail that could stick. <laughs> uh, with this confession, they obviously let him go. No, I'm just kidding. They hanged him and then threw yeah, his body in. Nice. They hanged him and threw his body into a pyre along with his cat. Uh, they had to throw the cat in. Well, but, dude, he's a devil cat, isn't yeah, he? Is yeah. he not devil cat? True. <laughs> I mean, if I, I'm not one to kill cats, but is a devil mm, cat. You give me devil cat, that thing's going. No, keep the devil cat. It's the best cat. It could go. Hell yeah, Satan. <laughs> dude, that thing's gonna send me to the DMV and be like, "My name is Travis Lee. I'm a rapist." <laughs> no, it's not gonna do that. Yeah, that's what. It's basically, what it said to the other guy to do something bad. Dude, he had one ear. Well, the cat was like, you need ears to hear. I'm a cat. (laughs) (laughs) So throughout all the dumb years of Edward's rule, Isabella had been Edward's biggest supporter. And probably even more so now that he was just pounding her. Yes. Piers. It just takes a little attention, guys. Yeah, that's all all it was, is that she just wanted attention. I mean, Edward did have a few little side dick on, you know, throughout the years. Well, you can't question King's side dick. Yeah. But, like, again, discretion. Those side dick things, they're not even written about in the history books. <laughs> that does sound like a legitimate king's name. King side dick. I am side dick the seventh. I will conquer your anus. <laughs> yeah, which is not at all how it sounds because it's about a king in space. <laughs> yeah, space king. <laughs> oh, I love space kings. Then, in 1321, in walked... Hugh Dispenser the Younger. Oh, Hugh oh, Dispenser. Yes, this boy. You remember Hugh from uh, the last episode? He's part of that night How ceremony. How could I forget Hugh Dispenser? Yeah, he's a condom Pez machine. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Dispenser was, in the words of chroniclers, a sodomite, even, it is said, with the king. Ooh. Boop! In the brown hole. Okay, so side dick, a sodomite. Sodom, sodom dick. Sodomite, sodomite not. 
Ooh, uh, I like that. <laughs> Hugh was a whole different beast to Piers Gaveston. You <sighs> came from a major royal English family, and he controlled most of South Wales. And his ambition was way, way, way more than Piers. And he was way more mean than Piers. Ah, dude, well, Piers was mean without trying to be. He was catty. He was catty. He was very catty. Gotcha. No, this guy had a very short temper. He had a record for beating women and murdering his enemies. Um, All right. All of those cases that I, you know, the murdering and beating and raping, uh, Edward had pardoned once uh, he became his royal butt boy. Oh. Wow. That's all it takes? Yeah. Chris Brown's got to find this guy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's who you know and who you blow. Right. So anyway, his relationship with the king was very much the same as Piers. He became the middleman to the king and swayed Edward's opinions. And he was able to sap out far more land uh, than Piers had ever done by blowing the king. Because if you have sex with a guy and then do the chores, then you have a clean house. (laughs) If you just have lots of sex with a guy, the house is still dirty. Yeah. Oh, it smells. You yeah. want to wake up in the morning, doesn't matter if it's man or woman, you're like, go make me eggs. Yes. <laughs> and they should be like, yeah, sure. Hit yeah. the toilet and then make me eggs. Oh, I'm glad you said something. I was hoping that we would have eggs today. <laughs> <laughs> so while the queen eventually accepted peers and kind of what they were doing, remember I talked about they had these like weird orgies with his niece? Yeah. Uh, dispenser, <laughs> dispenser and her did not get along, and they formed an in possible wedge between the king and the queen oh uh edward began giving uh hugh dispenser and his father hugh dispenser the elder ah so you've got the elder dispenser the expired condoms (laughs) (laughs) the younger got it yeah the the goat intestine one yeah and then the durex (laughs) (laughs) so not sponsored he used to be he was giving both hugh the younger and his daddy more and more land and power and influence and the earls hated him even more than Piers Gaveson. Lancaster, the dude that killed Piers, Hereford, and Mortimer, these families, uh, refused to talk to the king when Dif- Dispenser was around. Also catty. Also catty, yeah. A little bit of drama in the kingdom. Yeah. Roger Mortimer, Roger Mortimer especially hated Hugh Dispenser. The Dispensers and the Mortimers were both royal families and mortal enemies. Uh, the dispensers the had eventually taken large swaths of South Wales, as I had mentioned, executing the leader of a Welsh group named the Marchers. Marchers or Daners. So the Mortimers, the Herefords, and the Lancasters united with the Welsh Marchers against the dispensers in South Wales. And again, the country was close to civil war. Okay. They demanded that the dispensers be exiled. And Edward was forced to exile Hugh Dispenser for a few years. Again, you know what happens when he when he's like, "Hey, yeah, exile." Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's done it before. He's yeah. sending him it's on not vacation. his first breakup. So unlike you know uh, Pierce, who just like went off to Ireland and France, like I'm jousting. Hugh, Di- <laughs> Hugh Dispenser became a pirate in oh. the Irish Sea for there about a go. year and a half. That's would you, cool. Would you say he was an ass pirate? Was he out there? <laughs> Stealing the booty, yeah. How's it the booty, the booty? Excuse it, me, the booties. Yes. Well, I was trying to make the balloons and booty work he was together. Pirates you, booty. You understand? I was portmenting. Yeah. Got it, Mike. We know how much you love pirates booty. Disgusting. <laughs> 
That is a bad treat. Trader Worst Joe's snack snacks. ever. Excellent Trader Joe's treat. Uh, it's terrible. So same year in 1321, the country's tense. And uh, with the dispensers out of the way, the Lancasters and his Earl friends started marching on the dispenser land in South Wales. They're like, oh, this guy's out of the picture. Let's just fucking stake all of his land. You lose points for saying the dispensers were out of the way and not the dispensers were dispensed. Cody, that's your bag. Yeah. I'm the one that just I know, yells. I'm enforcing it. I'm enforcing my bag. No, I appreciate you enforcing that bag because uh, we all know here, all of our listeners know that Travis could barely read. I am <laughs> learning, dude. I have the muzzy. I have the ESL. I can't read it at all. Because English is my second language. I don't know if you knew this. He uses a size 36 font when he reads this. Yeah, well, yeah I was going to say, like most people don't know there's huge cue cards in the studio. For <laughs> ah, no, it's my second language. No, it's not. Yes, it is. What's your other language? The first one. Uh, Travis. That's a that's your name. <laughs> no, no, that's my language. You're being rude now. Well, now you're lying. In Travis. I'm not lying. You know that's... that lying is rude. Do you know that lying is not in Travis land? It's not even rude. Can you so, speak you Travis know? right now? Yeah. yeah. Well, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> I can't. I can't wait for them to build that wall. <laughs> uh, all right. So where were we here? I have no idea. Ed, so, so the, the the Lancasters and all these like earls and the marchers are like, let's grab off dispensers' land while they're dispensed. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, and Edward sends his pregnant wife, Isabella, to the Earl of Brattlemere Castle. Um, <clears throat> when the queen arrived, her security detail found the gates to be sealed shut. She called out to the earl. And his wife showed up at the wall and said, My husband's not home! Sure. So she's like, Hey, I'm the queen. Let me in. Like, uh, yeah, I don't care. Just let me in. Is she like 13 now? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think she's probably in her late teens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe early 20s. Still young babes. Uh, so she calls out. She's like, Let me in. And like, and the, 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 the lady blad... Battlemere was like, no, my husband said go away. Okay. <laughs> like very Monty Python-esque. I never said I was gone. Go my husband's gone off, Adley. <laughs> so uh, the queen's like, all right, security detail, go forward. And all of a sudden, a barrage of, bar- uh, barrage of arrows were shot and six of Isabel's men lay dying. Oh, no. Ooh. You can't fire fucking arrows at the queen. No. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. So Isabella runs back and tells Edward, and he begins a siege on the castle. Oh. Eventually, Lady Bradomir, uh surrenders, and ignoring the pleads of mercy, Edward hangs the ca- castle constable and 13 of their men on the castle walls. Damn. He also takes Ed- Lady Bradomir and her children and threw them in the Tower of London. I heard it's not as bad up there as uh, they make it out to be. It's like the royal land. Oh, it's, really? It's like, all right, so if you're a royal, you expect like a Hilton. Tower of London's like a Motel 8. Yeah, it's like that, but then there's also <laughs> oh, been that okay. um that, that steam that they got going in the Rainforest Cafe. Oh, yeah. It tends to naturally happen there. <laughs> so the king took this as an opportunity to, fi- to uh, fight back against you, Dispenser, and also, like, fight back 
the fact that they exiled him, right? Like, oh, yeah, well, now I can fight you because uh, you kicked out my boy. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what yeah. it's I, I like how you said that native Travis dialect. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's like, all right, I can go fight. And also he could exact his long-awaited revenge on the Earl of Lancaster. Oh. So he sends a letter to Lancaster declaring him treasonous and... Uh, that he oh, and that he had not forgotten the wrong that he had done to his brother Piers. Brother Piers, he's got to stop using that terminology. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like penis and anus. Like, yeah, that's not your brother. No, no, it constitutes no brother. They're just no. two bros hanging out. All right, maybe if you said my bro Piers. Yeah, bro Piers. It's fine. <laughs> God, I hate mm. that. <laughs> bro Piers Morgan. I don't think Piers Morgan has ever been called a bro. I don't know. He's. A, it's a douche. Who, any any friend of Piers Morgan is probably an idiot. <laughs> All right. So the Civil War was bloody and vicious as Edward and Dispenser. Oh. oh my God! All right, I forgot to mention something. So he, <laughs> so he brings back Dispenser. He's like, "Yo, come on back. Stop being a pirate. We're back in England now." Uh, okay. Because you know, I got plenty of booty for you right here. You don't need to be on the sea <laughs> for it. Yeah. <laughs> so this Civil War was bloody and vicious. As Edward and Dispenser pursued Lancaster and the other earls that had wronged Edward, and a lot of them met their end on the battlefield. So Roger Mortimer was captured and thrown into the Tower of London. The Earl of Hereford had an extremely gross way to meet his end. Uh, He was storming a castle in Wales, crossing over a bridge... And a Welshman thrust a lance right through his anus. Ew, oh. Welshman. Oh. Yes. Ew, yes. Welshman. <laughs> Disgusting. Oh. But there's been a lot of anus thrusting recently. (laughs) This is a a violent one. This is more than violent. Yeah, this one drew blood. Jeez. (laughs) You think kink.com is bad? (laughs) My goodness. It's freaky stuff. So eventually, Dispenser captured Lancaster, and he stripped him of his royal clothes and paraded him around the streets of York to the king. People spat at him and threw snowballs, just completely demoralizing. There was probably little rocks in the snowballs. I'm imagining that when you say he was stripped of his royal clothes, he dressed him immediately in Old Navy clearance rack. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse than being naked. That's what I dress in. I know, I'm making fun of you. <laughs> his trial was held before Edward II. He was not permitted a verbal defense because Piers was not able to speak during his trial. His sentence was to be hanged, drawn, and quartered. Oh. But Edward communed the sentence to just a simple beheading. Simple. Simple. Yeah. Clean cut. Yeah. So basically, he just reenacted the way Piers Gaveston was killed. So Lancaster was headed up a hill on a mule and beheaded like a thief and the vilest rascal. Um, Ooh, vile rascals. Vile rascals. I love that. Ooh. The only difference is that Edward had told the executioner to use a dull axe. Ow. So it took three to four axe swings oh, to sever his head God. from his body. <laughs> Imagine the first one just hitting you and just, like, just fucking barely making a dent, kind of. Dunk. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'd prefer the lance up the anus. Yeah, right? <laughs> ah. ah, fuck. The death of Lancaster sent shockwaves through the no- noble society. Lancaster was very rich and powerful, and he was the first English earl to be execu- executed, besides Piers, in almost 300 years. Okay. So. Well, I mean, Piers didn't count anyway. Yeah, it didn't count. No one cared yeah. about Piers. <laughs> Lancaster was also Queen Isabella's uncle, 
And she had been forced to watch his head be chopped off with a butter knife. Did she have to clap, too? Jesus. Probably. <laughs> Yay! Head oh, yeah, yes. uncle. <laughs> that guy got me the sweetest Polly Pocket when I was a little kid. <laughs> Dude. Do you have her on Mighty Max? <laughs> right, right. You got me a Mighty sweet Max. Polly Pocket right for my wedding gift. <laughs> 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 then Pierce took it. <laughs> he played with it all night. I just wanted to. I just wanted to even read the instructions. He took yeah. those away. He let me keep the packaging. <laughs> so now Isabel, who was now twenty eight. Oh shit, growing up. Yeah, she was starting. <laughs> she was starting to get pretty jelly of dispenser, but also crazy nervous. You know what I mean? Why was she nervous? Because like, yeah. his, her husband's like chopping off heads of like her uncle. So and, she's like. like Thinking it's going to come back to bite him? Yeah, well, she's basically, Edward's just listening to Dispenser. Whatever Dispenser says. Mm. Right. Uh, you know. <sighs> yeah. Somebody love the king. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. So, Dispenser, in her words, was an intruder on her marriage. She had also said that Hugh had wished to dishonor her in every possible means. Now, whether or not Hugh tried to sexually assault her, we don't know. Because you had a had a wife you know yeah and i'm sure he wasn't just you know banging the king well <sighs> banging yeah the king well, you said he's a sodomizer right that's what he does just sodomize yeah people. I and mean, everyone's got a butthole yeah so yeah yeah Ooh, that's true <laughs> got a butt he's probably there yeah probably you know what? i just thought of a great idea what so you know how how flashlights look this is yeah. not sponsored by no. flashlight but you know how flashlights look you could turn a pringles can into a Super discreet flashlight. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, if you, just, you, if you just want to sodomize on trends. the go. What? If you want to sodomize on the go, you have a discreet flashlight. It just looks like you're humping a Pringles can. That's not sodomizing. <laughs> That's fucking snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but if it's like a butthole. It's a... It's a you got to put a butthole in there? Put a butthole in the Pringles can. Guess what? You look like a guy who's having sex with snacks. Dude, that's what you look like. The Pringles man is sexy. No, he's not. He's, <laughs> yes, he is. He's got a mustache. He's got no ears. He's he's disgusting. Yeah, he can't hear you when you're like sneaking up on him. He looks like Richie Cunningham in a disguise. He's not... Cunningham. Do you think him and the Monopoly guy have like a thing oh, on Oh, they're related probably. <laughs> I don't know. All right, I just want to know. Is there porn out there? Send it to me. Send it to just Travis Legion. Yeah. I want to know. Send it to Rose Mortem. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, if you ever see someone fucking snacks, then that would be the first time you've seen Travis. <laughs> so Edward had slowly been taking away Isabella's monthly income lands and had been giving them to Dispenser and oh. Eleanor, his niece. Now, you remember those weird orgies with Piers and his wife? Well, now he's getting a little bit like one-on-one -on -one with uh, his niece. Oh. Edward. What? Edward is getting one-on-one -on -one with his niece. Dude, I'm not surprised, man. I'm, why are you Are you surprised? I'm not surprised. Nah. Albert Einstein did it. We did him, and that was like 400 years later. Dude, that wasn't that's his cousin niece. That's that was cousin a cousin fucking. fucking. That's this is niece fucking. That's, that's weird. That was normal back That's then. actually so removed by one more genome. Is yeah, it? but there's like an age difference, which is like weird to me a little bit. That is weird. He's definitely a pedophile. Look, I, look I'm not going to judge a guy doing that because Travis has sex with snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I, this was theoretic, theoretical sex with snacks. 
I have not done them. Whatever, dude. What are you, I'm, this is a theory, dude. This is like the theory of relativity. Theory means That's you're planning to do it. I'm planning to do it. This is this is a theory. This is like okay. Are there elements in the world? Yes. My hypothesis is that you get arrested. <laughs> All right. Whatever. <laughs> I, you're you're gonna be it. you're gonna be laughing or you're gonna be crying when I'm in the movie theater eating Pringles, but I'm actually having <laughs> sex with my can. I'm gonna, be crying? gonna be crying. I'm gonna be crying. What are we watching Titanic again? <laughs> well, because you won't here. be getting action, and I'll be getting action. You know what I mean? I don't want to. I don't want to have sex with any snack. I'm not having sex. I'm, ha- I'm I'm having sex with an analog that's discreetly hidden in the snack. This is ridiculous. Hold on. Okay, so Isabella's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I've had enough with this English bastard. But remember, this is the 14th century, and a, a woman was not meant to do, you know, things outside of her hus- husband's bequest. Yeah, where's she gonna go? Yeah, well, you know, she's she's there to serve her husband, and. If a dude was caught boning like a whore or something, uh, that's fine. And no, the, nothing happened. Nothing happened. If a woman was caught doing the same thing, she suffered torture or even death. But the queen wasn't any just normal woman. She was a badass bitch. You know what I mean? In like a cool way. Are, not you, trying like, to, yeah. are you trying to get us Gen Z listeners? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like Beyonce. Knowles. Okay. Is that no? That's the wrong generation. That's one. our generation. Okay, yeah. whatever. It's sad. Yeah, that it's that's like Billy Elish, Billy Elliot. Yeah, she's like fine. Billy Elliot. She's just like Billy Elliot, the <laughs> yeah. little boy who wants to dance in Ireland. <laughs> no, the one that's a pop singer. Oh yeah, that's different. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Edward had actually sent Isabella to France to smooth to smooth over some disputes over English lands, um, and her brother was now king, Charles the Fourth. So she's like, let me go talk to my bro figure this shit out yeah why not makes sense yeah yeah you'd send the the blood relative Mm -hmm. over yeah so isabella had simply just refused to come home perfect she was like all right dude like you can keep getting ass blasted and banging (laughs) your your niece i'm just gonna stay over in france wait how is the niece ass blasting uh well he was he was still hanging out with his knights jousting yeah ah okay yeah yeah so, another thing, she actually took her son, the heir to the throne, Edward III, with her. Ooh. So she's like, you're not getting your son. She's, he's coming with me. Give me that boy. Give me the boy. Give me the boy. So now, remember, I said this is a very dangerous move for a woman to make um, in this time period. Now, Dispenser uh, told Edward to declare her as enemy of the state. Ooh. While Edward was kind of wish-washy and wrote letters to her begging her, to come home. I'm assuming Dispenser did that while they were s- sucking each other off or something. <laughs> you know, like, you know, what? you know what I think you should do? <laughs> that wife of yours, she's gone. Let's just keep her away. And he's like, uh, Enemy. I'll, I'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's Edward writing like, oh, please come back. Oh, I really love you. Please. Mm. He sends it off like on an owl, like Harry but- Potter. <laughs> oh, I like that. So Hugh and and uh, Edward had asked Charles IV to actually extradite her and Eddie III back to England by force. Oh. It's like, yo, please, you know, you got to send our our baby boy and wife home. Mm-hmm. And Edward mm-hmm. IV's like, no, dude, this is my sister, and you guys are creepy, and I'm just going to let her stay here. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got it. She's tired of you. Yeah. So I remember that guy, Roger Mortimer. He was the Hugh Dispenser's mortal enemy that yes, was locked yeah. up in the Tower of London. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he had escaped 
a few months prior to Isabella's arrival in France from the tower. Oh, wow. And him with a bunch of uneasy earls that were also in France that, like, either left or were exiled, kind of formed this little group, like a cabal in France, um, to be like, hey, we want to go back to our kingdom. Uneasy earls sounds like a ska band. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yes, it does. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Isabel is like, oh, shit, there's, like, people here that just want to take back England. Let me go see what's up with that. And Isabella takes one look at the battle-scarred Roger Mortimer and gushes like a river. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Roger Mortimer looked exactly like Roger Moore. <laughs> he looked more like Roger Moore to her. Wow. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, you, I can, you can go home, which is here. Uh, I'm going to lay down for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Bye. You earned it. So Mortimer was everything Edward was not. He was strong, manly, courageous, decisive, heterosexual. Oh, that and helps with a relationship status. It, yes, and she was all over that Mortimer D. Oh, okay. Now they were trying to keep it sly at first, but because uh, again, like a woman faced death if she was caught in an affair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's also in France. Well, yeah, but word still spread around Europe fairly quickly. All right. It's all royals or catty. The French are gossipy. Yeah. <laughs> Suit yourself. So they tried to stay discreet, but it eventually just came out that, you know, the two were banging. And people kind of turned a blind eye because they were like, oh, Edward hasn't been a piece of shit to her. Like, Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Like, usually, the usually they'd be like, stone her! But they're like, I don't know, this yeah, guy's like, kind of a jerk. Yeah, usually we would, but, like, I remember when she got married to that guy, he was having sex with his best friend <laughs> on top of a cake. <laughs> yeah. It was awkward for everyone. Is they that, handed out bubbles instead of rice. Is that frosting or semen? <laughs> <laughs> so, now the two of them, Isabella and Mortimer, secretly began to raise an army of exiles to take back the kingdom. Ah, now, Edward's sappy pleas for Isabella to return home continued. But in her absence, he continued to shower Dispenser and his niece with wealth that he redistributed from his wife's holdings. She's like, please come back, but, like, you know, I gave your gave your Ferrari to my niece, uh, who's blowing me right now. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. Dispenser tells Edward to talk to the Pope about getting the marriage annulled. Which, uh, it seemed like Edward usually went to the Pope and just complained when he didn't have his way. Like, that just kind of seemed to be a reoccurring thing. Yo, Pope, help me. Uh. I'm not your therapist. I'm a holy deity. <laughs> <laughs> this time, in his note to the Pope, he added a bribe of 5,000 florins Ooh. in his letter. And the Pope had had enough. Over the years, Edward had been fucking up his country and taking these side chicks and dudes... And, like, the Pope's like, nah, I'm not going to do this. And also, the people of England also was like, dude, this guy's fucking nuts. Like, we agree with Isabella. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> we don't like sucks. you anymore, dude. Yeah. You just keep buying pinball machines and putting them everywhere and, and having sex with carrots in the grocery store, putting them back on the shelf. You can't do that. <laughs> I like the phrase, the Pope has had enough. I like, I like to imagine him saying that in the third person. Just... In his chair with a pointy hat, like, the Pope is that enough? <laughs> Storms off into his royal room, blesses himself. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Chugs holy water. Little boy runs in. Chugs holy water. <laughs> That's what you do. 
I, I, I just imagine him like walking out like Stone Cold Steve Austin, like chugging holy water and just spraying it over yeah. the ground. <laughs> Carbonated <sighs> shit. Fuck yeah! And that's the god of mine. <laughs> <laughs> so Edward was done getting favors from anyone, the church, other nobility, his subjects. Okay, so this is Isabella talking about uh, her situation. She says, I feel that a marriage is the joining together of a man and a woman, maintaining the undivided habit of life, and that someone has come between my husband and myself, trying to break this bond. Oh, no. I, pro- I protest that I will not return until the intruder is removed, but discarding my marriage garments... I shall assume the robes of widowhood and mourning until I am avenged. That was a little long-winded. Yeah. yeah. Just say, fuck this guy. Yeah. I'm coming home. Yeah. Fuck this dude. His name is Dispenser. Get rid of him. <laughs> so Isabella started walking around in all black with a veil as if Edward had died. <laughs> and, oh, my God. And in her heart, he had died. Did she start oh. listening to Atreyu? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's very emotional. She started rocking that fringe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you must. And Mortimer's yeah. like, "Squit that shit out, man! What the fuck?" Shopping Let's bang. Hot topic. So she began telling young Eddie the uh, Third to follow and learn from Roger Mortimer, who was far more of a warrior than uh, his own father was. Mm. Now Eddie the Third was the model example of a boy stuck between two fucked up parents. You know, his father would send him letters directly trying to coax him back to England while he felt duty-bound to obey his mother. Duty-bound. Yeah, duty. How good was the post at this time? Dude, it was great. (laughs) Well, they were able to, like, have a sneaky postman just be like, hey, Eddie, don't tell your mom. (laughs) Don't tell your mom anything about this. Just, you know, give me me some money. (laughs) You gotta buy it. Sausages and baguettes. (laughs) I mean, that's pretty much how it was. They just sent some dude. You'd be like, deliver this only to the hands of my boy. Oh, amazing. Now you pay 42 cents for a stamp to get something somewhere, but you you know, you could just use email. Back then, it was a whole salary just to get one letter. Yeah. Huh. Think about all the jobs we lost wow. over the yeah, right? eons. Way to go to the internet. Yeah, fucking Ugh. internet. So, uh, so he's getting these letters from his dad, and he feels duly bound, and now his mom is telling him to, like, listen to Roger Mortimer, like, the ultimate stepdad figure. And he, like, resented Roger Mortimer. He's like, I don't want to listen to this dude. He's not my dad. Fuck you, Mom. Uh, He's, like, 13 <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, fuck so you, he, Mom. He doesn't know the whole story. <laughs> He's being told lies his whole life. Yeah. His dad's just like, hey, uh, I'm pretty cool, but also he's not because he's yeah. having sex with everything. He just got like a Blink-182 record. And he's, <laughs> he's constantly digging ditches Yeah, and just having other people do it for him. Limp Biscuit. He's not a good dad. No. Mm. You make your son dig the ditch. Get out there in the field. Learn. <laughs> Learn how to be. So Isabella and Mortimer start making allies for the army. The first was the Count of Hainault. Hanault. Okay. It's some French. Why don't you spell that? Uh, Hain Nault. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like Hanes, like underwear. Okay. And then not, not that. Not, not that. Not that. <laughs> not that. Pull your underwear. Not that. <laughs> no, not that. Okay. So Isabel arranges a marriage between Edward III and his daughter Philippa. Hmm. Uh, Philippa. Yeah, Philippa. Uh, okay. Philippa. 
the whole arrangement between his marriage is that this count would have to supply troops for their invasion. He agrees. Because, like, this dude's, like, a nobody, and he's going to be married into, like, the royal family of England. He's like, fuck yeah, I'll give you some fucking troops. Okay. We, oui, madame, Poussel, <laughs> let me give Only you a fromage. Fucking, let me give you a, a customary croissant. A customary? Yeah, customary croissant as a royal... It's like a <laughs> ring, but it doesn't meet all the way. Now, listen, I'm from France. You're going to want to listen to me right now. It's customary that you put this in your mouth. <laughs> you understand? Got yeah. It. Yeah, you know, we talk French. Of course. We, oui, we. Oui. So, yeah, he agrees. She also then acquires mercenaries from Prussia, which is Russia and Germany. Prussia's. Got it. Then she finally makes a deal with Robert the Bruce. Oh, he's still kicking. He's around. He's just taking over more land. He's an old man, but he's around. He's a Bruce man. Yeah. And he's like, yo, uh, if you let us and our son, like, come in and, like, recapture the throne and, like, don't cause us problems, we'll recognize you as the king of Scotland. Hmm. So he's like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Sounds like a good deal. Well, he was already, like, in that bag anyway. Yeah, I mean, he was in Scotland, and, like, Scottish people call him the king, but, like, none of the other royals recognized him as a king. It's a good proposition because he's already on board. Yeah. Because he's going to fuck up northern England anyway. Yeah, he's going to do it anyway. He's yeah. just doing it. Oh, you mean I can get some of this? They got iron blue up there! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the queen also had her, her fellow earls in England that had sympathies towards her. And that would help facilitate the landing of the invasion. Now, obviously, Edward had spies that were reporting back to him after all of these moves. And so he declared that any of these rebels were treasonous. And if they stepped foot in England, they would face execution. Hmm. Fine. Yeah. Uh, Sounds (laughs) like a plan. Yeah. So on September 22... (laughs) (laughs) I'm using my... My mouth moves. Your mouth is moving too much. It's overspinning. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm learning still. Second ESL. Right, ESL. some peanut butter on top of your mouth. Dude, that yeah. would make it worse. What am I, a dog? <laughs> what, I just put a peanut butter on my nose. Yeah, we're not trying to make him look like he's talking. We're trying to make him talk. <laughs> okay. So on, so on September 22nd, 1326, the Queen's Army of 1,500 men landed in Suffolk, England. William and Dispenser were shitting a brick. They ordered 2,000 men to meet the invaders, but only 55 showed up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Loyalty. Yeah, exactly. Most of whom just surrendered. They're like, fuck this. Fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going home. They showed up to <laughs> surrender. I like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the two of them just could not raise an army because everyone hated them. They even went so far as recruiting prisoners to fend off the advancing queen's army. So the fifty-five that showed up, what were they like? What was their story? <laughs> Probably just like, oh yeah, well that's a lot of people, you know. It definitely added on numbers to, to make it not seem bad. It was probably lower. Yeah, yeah. it was like fifteen. <laughs> yeah, fifteen dopes. <laughs> we'll make it fifty-five. Fifteen guys who couldn't hear, so they gave them like <laughs> English sign language that something else was happening yeah. over there. You know, like oh free cotton candy. Well, you know, there was that one guy that showed up that he was, like, hoping he was in he- ahead of everyone. So he'd go, like, for the king! And then, like, have everyone shout, for the king! Right. But he just shows up. There's, like, 15 dudes. Like, fuck! Guys didn't bring flags? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have food. <laughs> so London at this time had erupted into anarchy. 
There was fighting between the royalists and anti-royalists. It was just a complete nightmare. Um, now you think invasion, you, you know, you hear like you think of like raising cities, guerrilla warfare, real ugly shit when your yeah. country gets invaded. Yeah. Nope. Queen Isabella's army marched across the country, and there was little to no bloodshed. Every town she walked oh, into, nice. people would cheer. Many, <laughs> many joining her cause and like fighting in her army. Queen Isabella also made sure to pay for her army supplies, and she gave out to charity to universities and churches. And so oh, anyone who stood in their way just got a swift spanking? No, they were like, oh, yeah, come on, come on, this is fun. So nobody stood in their way. Get on the Vanga bus! Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like Oprah's army. <laughs> <laughs> like, we have a book club, too. We're all going to be smart together. So this is probably one of the most peaceful invasions I've personally ever heard of. Now, between the riots in London and the Queen's advancing army, Edward um, and father and son Dispenser, and also a band of small warriors, fled London on October on October second, thirteen twenty six. They're like, "Fuck this shit! We gotta get out of here. This is stupid." How'd they even get out of the city? I, I don't know. There was took their warriors. We're like, yeah, we're gonna fucking <laughs> fight our way out. They're four war nerf warriors. <laughs> it was a, they it they was used a, the warriors' <laughs> exit. It was a pretty big, I mean, these are like royal guards, so there's like a bunch of them. All right. But a week later, Edward's big royal guard uh, went down to 12 archers. Oh, no. Oh, that's it. Protecting him. And he had to beg them to stay with him. The Jeez. archers are the skinny guys, too. Yeah. Yeah, they can't do anything when someone's knocking on the door. <laughs> archers wore high heels back in the day. So yeah, <laughs> I believe that. That's it's true. Fun. Yeah, no, no, no it's, it's a, true. It's a fun fact. And so did horse riders. Really? Yeah, yeah it kept you in the stirrups, sir. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, a week later, Edward and his, uh, he just has twelve archers because the rest of his guard, including both dispensers, had abandoned him. Now you could just kind of cue the Benny Hill music as the dispensers and the king ran around the country, getting chased by Roger Mortimer's men, <laughs> and ask me. A question, plural. Ooh. Oh, well, how did, firstly, Robert Dispenser die? Ro Senior. Hugh. Hugh, Hugh, excuse me. Robert, right, I was thinking Robert Mortimer. Yeah. R Hugh Dispenser. How did, <laughs> how did old ass Hugh Dispenser die? I'm glad you asked, because that's the first slide here. <laughs> Good. So, the first of the runaway royals to get caught was Hugh Dispenser Senior. Um, he was in Bristol, and he was trying to save some of his estates from the mobs. Did they find him in a treehouse? Uh, yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, I got all these things. I built them myself. <laughs> Do you see this? This is my cool army G.I. Joe collection. Well, that is a cool kid. I would want to be friends yeah, with him. Yeah, fuck. He's, but he's probably 70. Yeah, he's <laughs> about 70. So he was put to trial and um, sentenced as a, as a traitor and sentenced to hang. Queen Isabella actually begged for a lighter sentence uh, as she never really was harmed by the elder dispenser. You know, he was like, oh, he didn't really do anything. It was mainly his son that was a dick. Okay. But mob justice prevailed. So he was hanged from the gallows, then beheaded as a common thief. His body was impaled on a forked giblet for four days. It was then taken down, chopped up, and fed to the dogs. That shit was like uh. football back then. What's that? Everyone, like, tuned in to see that stuff. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. People get tortured like that or hanged. Yeah, it was pay-per-view. Mm. So the dude's like kibble now. Or Purina. Jeez. I don't know which one. Gruesome. Which one tastes better? Um, I've tried Purina. So then the other one. 
That's what he <laughs> That one's better. Okay. Yeah. There's that. He's not no. Uh, was it blue? Blue ribbon? What's the fucking blue buffalo? Oh, blue. Yeah. He's not a blue buffalo. The finest of dog foods. Fine dog food. <laughs> so Hugh Dispenser. The younger was caught in Hereford, and the queen showed him no mercy. Dispenser was dragged behind a horse and taken to the queen herself. Isabella wanted him tried and executed in London, uh, but Hugh knew exactly what fate awaited him, so he stopped eating and drinking in an attempt to starve himself. That's worse. Yeah, That's worse. what are you doing? I don't know. He's like, I don't want to do all these bad things to me. I got to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Dying of thirst or hunger is worse than any other torture to death. Well, okay. Yeah, it's, it's rough. Yeah, it's probably really slow. Yeah, it takes like three weeks. It's drawn out. Well, after a week, they saw that what was going on, and Dispenser looked so weak that the Queen thought he might not make it to London, so they tried him in Hereford. Now, Dispenser's sentence was to be hanged as a thief, drawn and quartered as a traitor, beheaded for violating his sentence of exile... And because he was always disloyal and procured discord between our Lord King and our very honorable Lady Queen, he was to be Mm -hmm. disemboweled and then his entrails burnt. I'll take that over starving to death. Okay, now let's get into the details here of how this happened. Please. Hugh was prepped for execution. First, a crown of thorns was placed on his head, and verses of scripture centering around ignorance and retribution were tattooed on his body. So you got a free tattoo job. That's cool. Where, like Jesus, where on the body? Uh, I don't know. All over. Probably a tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> Dispense here. <Yeah. laughs> Dispense your sesman. Naughty, here. naughty boy. <clears throat> so he got these tattoo jobs. But then he was thrown in a chest and paraded through the streets to the sound of trumpets. Oh, that's the worst <laughs> instrument to get paraded <laughs> around to. <laughs> Anything but the trumpet. It's like <laughs> the didgeridoo, the kazoo. Yeah, oh my some, god, the kazoo! <laughs> I'm I'm just imagining the trumpets having those that mute on it, so it's like, wah, 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 yeah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, like a Louisiana funeral, like yeah. you know, march down the street and just really hot in there. Did he get any scorpions in there? Like hook? Did that happen? <laughs> no scorpions. They yeah. Well, what are they? Nothing. Nah. Did they give him he a just, corn, corn muffin? Anything? He's, he's in a box. Just a man in a box. All right. So he's in a box. He's taken to this marketplace and thrown out on the street. And there was the queen and Roger Mortimer watching him smiling down. Like, there's this little stupid idiot. Now, Dispenser was stripped so he could show off his, like, sweet chest piece he just got. Yeah. Then he was pulled up a 50-foot ladder by a noose around his neck. Oh, God. Where he was secured, half-strangling, but still alive. At least he's secured. Well, he's like, it's not comfortable. <laughs> it's okay. That's an interesting term. As long term as it's not comfortable. Secured. Yeah. Hmm. At least he's secured. He's secured. He's <laughs> half-suffocating. 50 feet? Why don't we make it 75? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? So, a fire was lit at the bottom of the ladder. First, his dick and balls were cut off and thrown into the flames. Cool. For he had been a heretic and a sodomite. Oh, my God. Next, while he was still alive, they cut open his belly and pulled out his intestines and then his heart and threw them into the fire. This is happening on a ladder? On a ladder. There's a dude on another ladder next to him doing all this shit. They could just do it on the ground. No, they wanted everyone to see. There's a whole crowd of people watching this whole dick cutting off and shit. Fifteen feet would have done it. They've gone uh, fifty. Yeah. Okay. I was imagining like the there. executioner was on stilts or something. 
I don't know if they knew how eyes Is that a pogo? If you look at the artwork back then, no one really had a sense of perspective. No. No. No one knew... You know, oh, if it's high up, everyone could just look at it, you know? Well, there's actually a drawing at the time of what this looked like, and I'll put it up on the Instagram. Oh, sweet. Beautiful. Nice. All right, so what happened okay, next so, on the ladder? Okay, so he's, he, apparently, they cut out his heart. I don't know if they know where the heart is, because he was still alive. Yeah, it wasn't oh, a heart. God. It probably wasn't a heart. It's, it's probably, probably like his kidney yeah. or something. It's fun. Yeah. It looks like a heart, a kidney, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, pee goes through it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's up there, like, Screaming and bleeding, and his intestines are in the fire. And then finally, they cut off his head. Um, and then he's dead, obviously. You know, like, yeah, he was still off. screaming after that. Yeah. <laughs> Hit the high C with his head off. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> so they cut off his head and sent his head to London, and then chopped his body into quarters and sent them to four major English cities. Just to have. Check it out. Nice. <laughs> Don't do this. What am I going to do with this? What the fuck do you send me this for? You gave me uh, his groin, and yeah. he has no dick. <laughs> How is he going to dispense? It's offer yeah. a piece. <laughs> oh, my. All right, so I guess the big question is... Uh, how was your week? <laughs> yeah, it was great, yeah. dude. Thanks for asking. All right, cool. Uh, how did King Edward II find his end? Okay, so Eddie has a little bit more of a story going on here, but wow. we will meet his end shortly. All right, cool. So we don't know specifically where or how he was captured, but they got him. They got him. <laughs> Just got, got him. him. Got him. They bin Ladened him. So, <laughs> so then he was... He was actually placed under a house arrest of sorts until he could go to what, a torture. Trier. Trial. Trier? Yes. Trial. Oh, what? Good. Good English. They put him in a ramada. Yeah. So the queen convinced him to hand over his royal seal, but nobody wanted to con- be accused of regicide uh, because, mm-hmm. you know, killing the king's a big deal. So meanwhile, Edward III was taken to London and Isabella wanted him to seal the deal and become crown king. But Eddie the Three refused. He said he would not betray his father and that he could never take the throne as long as his father lived. Not a very smart thing to say. Mm. Yeah, also, who cares? Your dad's a bastard and everyone wants him dead. Yeah. They're like, hey, you want to try this? You want to try this? Maybe pay attention a little bit? Yeah. Don't dig in the dirt. Uh, Yeah. So Roger Mortimer went to Eddie too, beat him up a little bit, and threatened him that if he did not abdicate the throne to his son, Parliament would vote a king outside of his royal bloodline. That Uh-oh. meant Roger Roger Mortimer. <laughs> oh, okay. So at least he gave him a chance, and eventually Eddie too was dragged before Parliament and officially abdicated the throne to his son on January twenty fifth, thirteen twenty seven. But that made Roger Mortimer and the Queen Queen Isabella crowned regents uh, since Eddie was still a little boy idiot. Okay. So because he was a child, mm-hmm. his parents, and his mom and stepdad were crowned regents. Oh. Okay, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So Edward was stripped of his title of king and became simply Sir Edward of Canaveral. Um, and it was agreed that he would be housed at Kennelsworth Castle. Right next to IHOP. Right next <laughs> to IHOP and the actual dog kennel. Where he would live in comfort for the rest of his days. Oh, that's so bad. Although he was free to walk the grounds, Edward could not leave the castle, and he was constantly guarded and monitored. Edward started writing poetry, and his son gifted him two casts of wine for him to pass the time. 
He's in rehab. It's not nice, too shabby. Right? Rehab forever. Rehab forever. Except yeah. you get wine, though. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like opposite of rehab. Yeah. Just stay home and be sad forever. <laughs> uh, after his son's coronation, a gr- groups of people found out that Isabella and Roger Mortimer were just as tyrannical as Hugh Dispenser. Uh, they were like, what? Yeah, they were like, oh, well, we're just going to keep spending as much shit as possible. And, like, all these people that, like, wronged us, we're just going to execute them. Oh, my goodness. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw single-payer health care and college, free oh, education nice. for nope. everybody. No. Mm-mm. They just made everyone rub potatoes. <laughs> yeah, rub, rub these together real fast. You might make electricity and we can make light bulbs. Yeah, I want them clean, not that clean. <laughs> So these groups of people formed a free Edward II group. <laughs> the wow. 15 people who showed yeah. up to battle. Yeah. What was the All hashtag? spray-painted t-shirts. Free Eddie. Hashtag free Eddie. Uh, hashtag, uh, what, what's that? Uh, I don't know. Would you call them like the flat earthers of their day? Yeah, probably. He was good. Yeah, it was he great. Was good. You see a map? It's flat. <laughs> <laughs> so Mortimer had Edward II relocated to Berkeley Castle to... Get him a little bit further away from London. Now, it's not quite clear how well Thomas Berkeley, who was Hugh Dispenser's brother-in-law, treated Edward. Most chronicles chroniclers said that he li- that Edward still lived a life of luxury, but there were some that said that he was thrown in a pit full of dead animals and given rotten food and also forced to wear a crown of th- of straw. straw. Straw's not bad. It's better yeah. than thorns. Better, yeah, thorns. <laughs> Okay, now officially ask me again. You tell me again. All right, how'd he die? <laughs> how'd he die? Okay, the plots to free Edward kept growing. And on and in September of 1327, Edward II died. She just died? Poolside? No. Just died. He, he just died? No, I'm not going to leave you at that. There's actually a lot of different conspiracies about how he died. Ooh, All right. Fine. I'm going to tell you the most probable cause of death. So most uh, historians and chronicles agree that this is what happened. While Edward was sleeping. (laughs) The most professional. Yeah, most professional. Most uh, chronicles. Yeah. uh, So listen to me. This is what happened. Listen to me. Uh Understand. While while Eddie was sleeping, a group of men bum-rushed his room. Which he liked. Which he liked. He actually oh, ordered yeah. them on Grindr. Yeah. <laughs> then they pinned him to the bed using a small table. <laughs> Which he also ordered. Yeah, he's tickled pink right now. And spread his legs. <laughs> okay. I see no downside. They then inserted a horn into his butthole <laughs> and poured molten copper into his rectum. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, he didn't answer that bit. Now, the, there's part of this conspiracy is it might have not been a horn with copper. It could have just been a... Red hot iron poker into his anus. Into his anus. Wow. Uh, now, the reason why they did that was because there's a lot of other people that said he died of natural causes. So, when you pour molten iron into someone's body through their butthole, there's no real like physical damage. There's nothing on the outside. Yeah. You have to, you have to spin them over and spread the yeah. cheeks to find <laughs> right. damage. You'll find, <laughs> which you'll, they didn't do back then. You'll find a perfect mold. Turn into a scrapyard. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, that's that's all the evidence you need is like a fucking metal mold of his anus and rectum. It's, it's like those people who poured uh, molten silver into the ant holes. Yeah. And then they pull out a intestine of fantastic but people awful ruler yeah. uh, anus. Yeah. Ruler anus. Ruler, ruler anus. anus. <laughs> 
That's the new Guy Fieri restaurant. Rulery. <laughs> what kind of Brought food to you by it? Donkey Sauce. <laughs> so, like I said, a lot of other. Travis, is this the first time you've read? I don't know anything about English. Okay. <laughs> Look, I just learned. So, I have my friend Emmanuel, and he tells me how to pronounce all these words. I just memorize it all. Go to patreon.com slash cast so we can finally pay Emmanuel. (laughs) Okay, so uh, like most of the other stories consist of him dying of starvation, uh, natural causes, but there is one whole idea and conspiracy that he actually, somebody else was killed and he escaped to Italy where he became a monk. I like that one. Yeah. Okay. And now there's actually a lot of credible evidence that he did that. In fact, Eddie the Third, after you know years and years of of time, um, had paid some Italian monks for possible remains. But like, it's very weird. And like, I've read all the conspiracy to it, and there might be some credibility there that he mm-hmm. lived out his life in Italy, uh, you know, and not with a burnt anus. So you think that the guy who they uh, swap bodies with, the dude that they killed. Mm-hmm. Do you think the anus thing was to like they 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 made him find the body with the anus sticking up and they go I've seen that anus <laughs> that's mighty that's wide obviously Edward the second yeah, shall we like, not turn him over let us like a bury Cinderella him glass slipper thing but it was like this cast iron <laughs> butt plug instead and that is Edward the second and a shitty rain wow. You know, I miss Pierce. My God. Yeah. Yeah. He was a lot nicer than Dispenser. Yeah. Dispenser sucked. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, Pierce also sucked. sucked. Yeah. Yeah, They both sucked. I just missed the color he brought to the story. It was a lot more, there were a lot more streamers. He he was very fabulous. Yeah. Very fabulous. The second second half was a little more bloody. Yeah. Yeah, A little bit. Um, It was bloody both ways. (laughs) Um, Now, I do have a quick post mortem if you're a little interested. Do I have a choice? No, you don't have a choice. Right. I'm going to tell you this post. Whatever, dude. So, Ro- like I said before, Roger Mortimer and Isabella ran the same fuckery that Edward II did. They racked up England's debt and led a reign of a- oppression and fear. All while the boy king, Eddie III, watched in horror. He's like, no, mommy and stepdad, don't do my kingdom. He knew English. You're the one who doesn't know English. He <laughs> speaks English just fine. Leave him out of it. Whatever. So on Eddie 3's 18th birthday, when he officially was allowed to rule, that same day he had Roger Mortimer arrested. Roger Mortimer was accused of assuming royal power and other high misdemeanors and sentenced to hanging. While Isabella begged his son to go easy on Mortimer, he did not. On November 30th, 1330, Mortimer was hanged from the gallows and his body was left up there for Two days for everyone to see what happens when you steal royal power. Whoa. Fuck. They just like putting dead bodies real high. It's yeah, Christmas yeah. year round. Over yeah. <laughs> yep. And, tra- and trails burning and a skull on my wall. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> Chestnuts, that's a penis tip. We'll have some <laughs> other anus to put in a thing. Copper buttholes. <laughs> You're never invited to my house for Christmas. <laughs> Why? You're, sick. You're a sick man. I can't You're sing that to my... sex with snacks. Uh, I like having <laughs> sex with snacks. Who doesn't want to have sex with snacks? I'm just saying they're sweet. I do. They're nice. 
<laughs> All right, awesome. Uh, you've uh, never you've never sexually licked a raisinette before, Cody. <laughs> That's true. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to the Rose Mortem cast coverage of Edward II. Yes. King of England, schmuck forever. Eddie. Yeah. Uh, I had fun. Thanks, Travis. You're welcome. Hey, thanks, Travis. Do, 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 I loved do. It. Yeah. And you can find us on the social medias. Just fucking Google the Rose Mortem shit. Who cares? We got SEO, wrong. dog. We got the Patreon. That's the only one we care about because money. And. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you can find me at Saunched, S-A-U-N-T-C-H-T, on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Travis Legion with two E's. I am Cody McCann, at Cody McCann on Twitter, C-O-D-Y-M-C-C-A-N. And I'm Mike Regan, and you can follow me at Mike Regan with two N's. Yeah, and uh, watch your ass around hot iron. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Shane. You know what? You If you have... If you eat a lot of snacks, you will have a very burnt anus. And there, some people think that's pleasurable. I'm halal just saying. food gives me burnt anus. That's Which one? Halal. Well, that's not a snack. Well, maybe. Sometimes it, it is. It can be a snack, yeah. you know. Ooh. If you split it it's with It's so someone. good, though. Ooh. It's worth it. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>